This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Looking that way. Rolls cannot escape. Lost the ball. Anderson got the knock it around. They're still scrambling for it back outside the 40. And the Saints say they have it. Welcome back to You Better You Bet. Brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Chris Fowler call Monday Night Football, uh, Panthers and Saints. Ken writing on our chat. I thought we embargoed this game. We did. But then, uh, you know, like something, you know, we got, we got, we got, we got yeah, some news, news I guess. Yeah, I got news. We play a highlight of him at Alabama. We could have done Winning that. the Heisman Trophy a couple of years ago, you know. That was pretty good. Um, yeah. ESPN's Adam Schefter and Ian Rappaport of NFL Media. I'll read the Schefter tweet because he has a really funny typo in it. Uh, he wrote, and I, and I quote, Panthers said Bruce Young is not expected to play Sunday at Seattle. <laughs> to be fair, you and Y are next to each other on the keyboard. But, like, it's really funny yes. that Br- Bruce Young won't play. And in time for Andy yeah. Dalton, obviously, he means Bryce Young dealing with an ankle injury. It was announced earlier today on Thursday. Bryce Young would not practice for Carolina. Kind of feels like this is, this is my opinion. Like, it's half his ankle is probably a little banged up and also half, like, this dude's head's probably swimming and we need to give him a little bit of a breather. Kind of feels like a little bit for me going yeah. on the road to Seattle. So one way or another, no matter what the reason, Andy Dalton will now start on Sunday for Carolina on the road at Seattle. When we last left off in this market, Ken, yesterday, this was Seattle minus six. Uh, have we seen any movement in the market here? Seahawks hosting the Panthers on Sunday. Yeah, we talked about this yesterday, just the idea that, like, is there a drop-off? If there is, what is it worth? And we had a similar setup with Houston last week with C.J. Stroud appearing on the injury report, and there was no movement in the market uh, prior to a decision being made on his playing status. Now, to be fair, it's not like he was declared out, and maybe you would have gotten a move. Like, we don't don't know what it would have been because Stroud ended up playing. But even a lot of times, I mean, you talk about a big quarterback, obviously. We talk about what's happening with Joe Burrow right now. Like, just the rumor of not playing – it causes the market to go absolutely haywire because he's such a valuable player. So Bryce Young doesn't practice yesterday, and it sounds sounds kind of bad. Like you you brought up a good point. They they signed a quarterback to the practice squad. Like it, they were making all of these. They were indicating that he was unlikely to play, and the market just wasn't moving. I mean, Seattle was six still like all day yesterday. He's finally declared out. Like we know it's Dalton now, and you did get a little bit of a bump in the market. So all the sixes basically went to six and a half. Uh, to be fair, the total in the game, which opened 42 and a half, got bet down even before Bryce Young was hurt. I mean, you watched Carolina's offense on Monday night. How would you not like the under in the game almost? How would you not like Carolina team total under based on what you saw? Total in the game has stayed almost exactly the same. In fact, in a couple places, it's gotten bet up as a result of Andy Dalton coming in for Bryce Young, which is it's just kind of it's funny more than anything. I don't think it makes you want to make a bet necessarily, but just that, OK, they're swapping quarterbacks Seattle by a little bit more and a little bit more scoring expected is just kind of a a funny kind of duo of things happening at the same time so seattle went from six to six and a half uh total up a little bit still hanging out in that 42 range 
Uh, we've got one more piece of news to get to here, and then we will start with P-squared, B-squared awards. And Ken mentioned Joe Burrow, right? And Burrow appearing at practice today and how it impacted the point spread in the Bengals-Rams game. And I'll, I'll let Ken tell you where we're at right now, but I do want to give people the news. Um, about an hour ago, a picture circulating on social media of Burrow, like, in his, in his like, practice gear, like his full uniform, yep. with the white helmet, which, by the way, is badass. That Bengals white helmet is awesome. And he's, like, crossing the street by, like, the stadium. It literally looks like Joe Burrow just, like, like woke up in the morning and was like, like, let me go. Let me go out like and grab my breakfast in like my full uniform. It's like a really yeah. funny picture. Burrow just like right. standing on the sidewalk wearing like, his full shop. uniform. It's really right. funny. Um, so this is the Joe Burrow quote. Uh, this is from Ian Rappaport about t- literally ten minutes ago in real time. Burrow non-committal about his calf after practice today, Thursday, told reporters, "Quote: We'll see. I'm not as sore. Time heals, so we'll see." <laughs> Just like the old little cryptic. Appreciate but, it. But, yeah, but to me, and maybe you disagree, and maybe the, well, let's find out what the betting market thinks in a second. This kind of feels to me like Brian Dable saying, well, Saquon's going to be a game time decision. And then 30 hours before the game, they rule him out. Like Burrow can say, we'll see. I, I feel like he's not going to play. I'm willing to be wrong about that. I got no inside information. That's just my, my opinion based on the facts that we have. Has the betting market moved, Ken, at all off of this news on Joe Burrow? Like, what do you think about all of this? Well, it, it rebounded even even before we had any news today, right? Because it, it got as low as, you know, like one and a half, two. So the Bengals have always been favored in the game. It's just by how much. And, you know, this, as as all the rumors started flying, especially on like Sunday after the game when Burrow gives the quote, and then Monday, uh, you know, this market really like kind of compressed to where there was almost no difference between the teams, you know, Bengals one and a half, Bengals two. And the the all of the movement since then all of the movement from like tuesday night until now has been back up again as we just get like little tiny pieces of what i would call like slightly more encouraging news more encouraging than nothing more encouraging than he's out and uh and so i i agree with you like if i hey you have to guess does joe burrow play or not play on monday night against the rams and like you bet you know the rams at a really big number um, thinking that like this is kind of what would happen or that he would not play. I I don't have any inside information. Like I t- messaged a few people. I got nothing. I have no idea if he's playing. Um, my just, hey, what's your guess? Do you think he's going to play? More likely to not play than play. But I don't even really know by how much at this point. I just I feel like we just don't know a lot. And so I'll say he's like, whatever, 60-40 to not play or 70-30 to not play, something like that. Um, and the betting market's still very low, to be fair, in the game. The Bengals are now, instead of being one and a half, two, they are now full three-point favorites in the game against the Rams. The total, which obviously gets bet down because of the Burrow injury as well, uh, is now at 44 so two really common numbers, side and total in an NFL market, three and 44. That's where we are right now. Um, the longer that Cincinnati at least goes through this, if you want to call it a charade, but the longer they go through this exercise of pretending he's going to play, assuming he doesn't, I think you'll still see the market rebound a little bit more. Basically more every day until he's out. Like, oh, oh we're practicing again today. Like, oh, had another, another quote to the media. Like the more of that you get, the more this will come back toward a normal projection for the game. And once he's finally declared out, that's when we have a different conversation about like, should the Rams be favored or what should the number in the game be? But yeah, like you're again, just another example of it's no one knows anything. This isn't like Vegas knows. This isn't sports books. No, this isn't And this one. Isn't he doesn't even feel like betters. No, this is just, you have a publicly available piece of information, like put out there. 
it's consumed by everyone and there's a reaction in the betting market as a result of it this is easy to figure out folks like he he goes to practice gives some quotes it's it's it feels 50 50 based on the, what he's saying what do you think's going to happen in the market when it was already like at a rock bottom number it's going to go up that's not predicting anything like it's just stuff when it stuff went on twitter and number moved that's which again is almost everything that happens during the week in an nfl typical nfl week and we have another example of that so bengals by three total 44 obviously the more in the more information is made public about burrow the more this market will move one direction or another i just want to like we'll we'll start awards in a second just like to get it out of the way for our live audience there's a bunch of injury information like we don't do like a big it move segment on thursday just like i just want to run through very quickly a bunch of stuff here like i'm on ross and brown practices for the lions can that number is still three three minus 20 you bet mgm at least yep. for detroit um Christian Watson doesn't practice today for Green Bay. Matt LaFleur says after practice, this is a planned day of rest for Watson. The expectation is he'll practice tomorrow. Aaron Jones back at practice today for Green Bay. Interestingly, though, uh, this number goes in favor of the Saints a little bit from uh, Green Bay minus two to Green Bay minus one and a half. Jalen Waddleken has still not cleared concussion protocol, so he did not practice again today. We'll see if Waddle is able to clear um, by tomorrow. Miami holding a six and a half point home favorite against the Denver Broncos. Uh, Derek Stingley is out for the Texans, their number one cornerback. Um, they may be without a, a, a ton of defensive starters again. We'll wait for I mean, a more conformed word there. Yeah, it's like... Yeah. Right. Yeah, that may be, and Houston's getting better. Yeah, like we'll we'll have a deeper conversation. Total on that the game, same. Obviously, tomorrow got about to forty four and got about to forty four and a half yesterday, and it's just sat there. So. I uh, I feel like it'll get bet up as we approach Sunday, but I mean, what the hell do I know? I also don't know what the weather is going to be. Anthony Richardson doesn't practice again for the Colts today. That number's about eight or eight and a half in favor of Baltimore right now. We told you about Bryce Young, and how about this one? This uh, this coming out literally moments ago from the, and I don't think this is something that's likely to impact the points part of the game, but I mean it's. it's Pretty interesting. Um, Cowboys cornerback, Trevon Diggs, Stefan's brother, you know. Uh, Diggs spotted by local media on crutches. Injury happened during a one-on-one -on -one period in practice today. Diggs is sent to get an MRI on his knee. Not great news for Yikes. the Cowboys defense, which has been the best in football thus far this season. And just one other one. Good job by Alex putting this in our chat. Austin Eckler, another DMP today for the Chargers. The Chargers said yesterday no timetable for his return. I right. think it's extremely unlikely he plays he on Sunday. I think it'll be it'll be Josh yeah. Kelly. Um, I think the the defensive front a lot more beatable this week with Minnesota than it was last week with Tennessee. But we'll talk about that tomorrow mm -hmm. and again on Sunday morning. So any other injury information we'll bring you up to speed. But just wanted to like roll through that because we may not get another opportunity to do it Digs, over though. the course of the show today. I mean that's. Like if you're just if it's funny because there are there are so many injuries you read there where it's like, well, that has might have a not a significant impact, but might have a minor impact on like the market for the game or how you want to think about the game or whatever. And obviously Dallas is playing at Arizona. The number's 13, 12 and a half basically hasn't moved. It's even gone up a little bit toward Dallas, to be honest, in the last 24 hours. But if you just think like, you know, big picture, you know, we do this on the show all the time, like may, there might be eight teams that can win the Super Bowl this year realistically, maybe fewer, six or seven. Like if Cincinnati doesn't get their stuff together, the number goes down by one. And there just aren't many. And Dallas is one. And like if he's out or this is really bad, like that's a for that, for those markets, that's a huge deal. Like that's a real so it's just funny, right? Like all these individual ones that you were just reading practices and stuff. It's like that's like a this week, this market, whatever. Here's one Trevon Diggs that's like Man, if you like it, Cowboys, you like the Cardinals in the game, I don't know if this really affects anything about how you're handicapping the game. And yet, Super Bowl futures, 
maybe awards because it could affect the Cowboys regular season record if he doesn't play very much. Like all of these, like all those season long things, like this is the one in my brain that's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like what's what's going on here? Like, what is this? Like this is, you know, this is a, one of the five most likely teams to win the Super Bowl. It's one of their best players. And, you know, like still have Parsons, still have Dak, still have a bunch of other guys. But like this is this is pretty significant. So like I'll definitely be watching for news on that, even if it doesn't affect the game this week. And, and like and keep in mind, like Dallas made a move this offseason that a lot of people, whether it's, you know, fans or like people that are guests on our shows that are really smart with stuff that people thought like this is one of the best moves of the offseason. And it was when Dallas traded for former defensive player of the year, Stephon Gilmore, for basically yep. a song with the thought being like, now you have like a legit one two cornerback punch with Diggs and Stephon Gilmore. If I, this tells me like Diggs is definitely going to be out on Sunday and let's see how much longer he's going to be out for. Maybe it's a miracle and he plays in the game on Sunday. Let's let let's see what happens here with Trevon Diggs. One other player piece of information that I failed to reference before Amari Cooper practiced today for the Browns. He obviously played on Monday, but then didn't practice yesterday. So like, listen, we, I, I bet the Browns, I think Ken's going to like, we kind of need Amari Cooper going against this Titan secondary beatable Titan secondary. If you like the Browns coming up on Sunday, good news in that regard Cooper does practice today on Thursday all right you better you bet with Nick and Ken tremendous football Thursday great guests on the way Adam Chernoff coming up in about a half an hour from now Joey Kanish still to come Evan Silva and Connor Allen still to come but for now let's talk some awards here in the National Football League Jake let's bring up that recommends P squared B squared NFL awards with the goat of award betting your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper Ken Barkley uh as always Ken let's begin with most valuable player where we have a new favorite in this market following week two, and it is Miami Dolphins quarterback Tua Tungavailoa. So I'll I have like have a cutoff point here where I will stop reading names. So Tua is five, Mahomes plus six fifty, Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts at nine, Lamar Jackson eleven, Trevor Lawrence twelve, Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert and Dak Prescott all at sixteen, Brock Purdy at twenty. My guy, Micah Parsons, I don't think he's going to win, but let the record show I was first. Micah Parsons at 30, Stafford at 35, Watson, Love, Goff, Carr at 40. I think we could probably cut it off there. Although I will mention Christian McCaffrey is 66, and your guy, Ken, Sammy Howell at 100 to 1. Uh, your thoughts here on most valuable player? Boy, Sam Howell MVP, that'd be something. Uh, you know, realistically, how many players do I think can win this? Uh, I'll just name them. Like, I mean... I mean, like, I could even make a crazy case for, like, winning. Uh, Tua Mahomes-Allen, your first three choices for sure. Hertz, Lawrence, although it's getting a little rough. Lamar, for sure, that's six. Burrow and Herbert are both 0-2. That's tough. They can win, but, like, behind right now. Uh, Purdy, I actually, like, don't think can win. Just through two games, like, just my, my opinion. Like, I kind of don't think he can win. I actually don't think the Niners are likely to have the MVP. I think they they could be really likely to have Offensive Player of the Year. We'll see. Um, Carr, no. Goff, really small chance, but, like, no. Love, really small chance, but no. Watson, never. Tyreek, no. Cousins, no. McCaffrey, no. Geno, no. And then you're into everybody else. It's definitely a no. I mean, I guess, like, if the Steelers fired Matt Canada, Kenny Pickett becomes live again, but that's not going to happen. Um, I, I think, like, so short list of players who can win. It's all of the players who are among the favorites, so there's nothing wrong going on there. You brought up Parsons. Like, that's been the topic du jour with this market, for sure, since week two happens. Um, I, first of all, Diggs is going to be out for, like, a really long period of time. The defense gets worse. Maybe they lose a little bit more. I don't know. But I, I think you're thinking the right way, and I, I guess the interesting question here specifically is, if Dallas is awesome, who is actually their player that is most likely to win most valuable player? I think that's like a really fun question. Like, is it Dak? 
Or is it Parsons? Obviously, a defensive player almost never wins most valuable player. So it's not like Parsons is very likely. But if you think Dallas is going to be 15 and two or 14 and three this year, um, you know, is Parsons really the ninth most likely player to win this award or the eighth most likely player to win this award? I think you could absolutely make that case that he should be like eighth or ninth. Now, should he be like the favorite? Should he be jamming 30 to one? No. Um, but I do think like in some places he's still 60 or 75 and the true price maybe is like 25 or 20 and seventh or eighth. So just an interesting way to think about it. I don't know if it would get us sued, but if we got like a sound drop of Bob Marley saying, all right, we're jamming. Like, <laughs> like what would we do with Micah Parsons and play the sound? But does that get us yeah. sued? I'd like to consider it. Uh, more on most valuable player coming up next. Then we'll touch on offensive and defensive player of the year. You better you bet on a Thursday.